Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network for this Monday, July the 26th. We thank you for listening to AFR. Tim Wildman here with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And good morning, Fred. Yes, good morning, and welcome to another Melting Monday. Melting Monday. Across much of the country. (laughs) Wow. Poor folks out in the West, they've been suffering from, what, uh, up 100 over degree. 100 degrees and up, I should say, mm-hmm. the last, what, couple, yeah, three droughts weeks? and my wife, uh, you know, my wife has the ability to rebuke me without sounding like she's rebuking me. It's a gift. Thing. Yeah, it's a gift. So I was complaining about all the rain we were having last week. We were driving somewhere, right. and my wife just sweetly just said, well, at least we're not out west where they got all that heat. And, and no rain. And no rain, the drought. And it was like, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what do you say to that? Because it's right. true. Here I was grumbling about rain and their people died. But uh, in at least in the deep south now, maybe in other parts of the country, we're, we're hitting real summer. Yes. Now. Yes. And uh, so yesterday I noticed here in Tupelo we had 93 degrees, but the Weather Channel said it felt like 105. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a I got a heat advisory, which I haven't had one of those in a while on my phone, yeah. and it said 107 was the heat index. Yeah. And they said, stay indoors. It, it's so, it's so hot. I saw, uh, when I was driving in, uh, to church, uh, coming back from church yesterday, an ice cream, ice cream truck had melted <laughs> on the, on the, on the road. You've been saving that one up. Yes, I you? have. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, I have a confession to make. I don't know. This is not a sin. At least according to me, it's not. But, uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, Late yesterday afternoon, four, four thirty-five. I decided to, with my seven-year-old grandson, we'd hit the golf course. Right. Oh wow. We were supposed to play with Walker, but uh, anyway, that didn't work out. But I, I, I was in the clubhouse. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, I was talking to the fellow in the clubhouse. I said to him, you know, it's so hot out there. He said, "Man, I'm not, I'm not going out." Uh, this is the guy who worked there. Yeah. I said, "You're going to play this afternoon?" I said, not, "I'm not. I'm going out." I said, "Well," and then I had another friend of mine who I saw in there. I wasn't playing with him, but he said, "Man, it is so hot out there." And then, and then it's cart path only, which means you have to walk the golf course because it's too wet to take the car, carts oh, okay. out there. And then, and then I, then I said to him, "I said, but you know what?" He said, "What?" And I said. Nobody's forcing us to be out here. <laughs> That's right. So, did you go out and play? Yeah, for about six or eight holes. Oh, then, then I, I figured I just can't keep enough water in me. Yeah, stay yeah. out here. But it's it's uh, very hot across much of the much of the country now, mm-hmm. and the humidity uh, is uh, yeah, that's really brutal, extreme. All right, you're listening to today's issues. Lot to talk about. Uh, Ed, do you want to tell folks how they can join us on what you affectionately call that there internet? Yes, if you would like to. First of all, if you'd like to watch us do radio, you can go to Facebook or YouTube, and you can search for today's issues. That's the name of this program, and you can click through, and you can watch us do it. So, for those of you who are watching, I am waving to you. 
Uh, also, if you are planning a trip, you're listening on your local radio station, local AFR radio station right now, you're planning a trip and you're going to miss AFR, and I, I, you're going to miss some good stuff if you're traveling. You mm-hmm. can actually continue to listen to us by downloading the AFR app on your smartphone or other portable device, and you can listen to us anywhere you get good internet. And if you would like to listen on your computer, you can mm-hmm. do that as well. We stream the audio live at AFR.net. And also, as Tim mentions frequently, you can uh, go to AFR.net and get the podcasts of your favorite show. If you're working or out shopping or out in the yard in this heat, you can come back in and listen to the podcast. By the way, I don't know if I reported to you guys or not. Not that you <clears throat> reported us. You, you, you hinge on every word of my health yeah uh, i know uh but uh i took that uh i've been debating about whether to take the vaccine or not right 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 the covid vaccine i'm talking about and so i've been going back and forth on that because of uh, you know i just wondered now 58 should i get it or should i not yeah. and please I, I don't need emails on this because right. i've I, 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 i've done my own research i've talked to a lot of people so um, but so I said, well, before I go get a vaccine, if that's what I want to do, so I was debating with Tim yes. about this <laughs> and I said, I'm going to get an antibodies test because as far as I know, I've never had COVID. Right. And I've been around Ed Battagliano. Yeah. Two well, feet, your wife had it. And my, Allison, my yeah. wife had COVID, uh, buddy Smith, our associate right. who's the office away from me. Had, I mean, I've had all kinds of people. Around you, uh, yeah. we, I guess we've had 70% of our staff has had it. Yeah. Okay, although I'm not around everybody in close contact like I am with you. Right. But so I went and had the test, and they called me back the day after and said, you you got antibodies. Hmm. So you've had it. I had it, and I never knew it. Yeah. So I just wonder how many millions of people in America probably have had COVID, mm-hmm. like me, mm-hmm. never knew it. Right. Never knew it. So didn't get sick at all. As far as you know, now a lot of people have said that the winter or the fall, late fall, before the big outbreak, so this would be 2019. Yes. Lots of people I know said, I was sick, went. Yes. I didn't have flu. I didn't have strep throat. They didn't know what it was. So some people may have had it then Mm -hmm. and didn't know it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people had it then. But anyway, so... For now, I'm going to skip the vaccine because I got natural antibodies. Right. So I know some people have that and then also got the vaccine. I go doubling up. Yeah. I guess you could say. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so there you go. Probably a lot of people in my situation, they probably yeah. had, had it but never knew it. Right. Never got sick, asymptomatic as they call it. Yeah. Fred? Congratulations. That's good on you. Yeah. On being sick? No. On having... You've Never got the it. antibodies. Oh, and yeah. You did that check first before yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. I think that's a smart yeah, way. Yeah, that's to go. the reason I did it. Because if I, if, I, if I found out I had the antibodies, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. At least for now. I may change my right. mind in six months, but yeah. uh, at least for now, I'm not going to do now, that. I haven't had the test yet, but uh, at our house, uh, we've been around people that have been diagnosed with COVID here at work, yeah. working closely, and we've just not had a problem. And uh, would be interesting. We've talked about doing the test that you did. Yeah. Just to see. 
My guess is if you do that test, you're probably going to find you were positive. Yeah. Because it's a, and I said this at the outset because all my medical training that, that I've had in my life, yeah. the, the back, my background. <laughs> yes. In, Extensive. Uh, making a C minus in chemistry and things <laughs> of that nature, which qualify me as a expert in this area. And that is, uh, it is a virus. <laughs> and guess what? When a virus starts spreading, everybody gets it. It's going to spread. Eventually, everybody gets it. Right. Uh, so my guess is, Fred, whenever you decide to do that, you're probably going to find that you have antibodies. But yeah. uh, uh, but uh, that's just my educated guess. Yeah. Top story, Fred, is what? Well, uh, for years, I've alerted people in the newsrooms I've worked in that watch out on Friday afternoons because governments tend to make announcements that they know are going to be controversial late on Friday afternoon. Right. To avoid media scrutiny. Everyone's going out there getting weekend, not people not paying attention. Yes. Late Friday afternoon, Joe Biden's uh, Justice Department made this announcement. They have decided they will not pursue an investigation of state governments. And we're talking New York and Pennsylvania and Michigan and New Jersey. What do they have in common? They're all run by Democrats. The Joe Biden Justice Department said, we are not going to investigate what these governors did with regards to COVID in the early stages, and this has to do with the nursing home scandal. That's what it was. Because these governors, they put COVID-positive elderly people into nursing homes. All right? And it resulted in dozens and dozens and dozens of deaths. Knowing, even at that time, at the early stages, the spring of, what would that be, 2020? 2020. They, they, everybody knew then that it was spread by close contact. With right. By close contact. And the warnings were already out that elderly people yes, were right. amongst the most vulnerable. Right. This is confounding to me, quite frankly, why these uh, governors did this. And they're all... The, the four big ones were what, what states? New York, we New know. New York, Cuomo. Governor Cuomo, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, Governor right. Whitmer, and New Jersey. Well, right. and then Washington State was the first. That was kind of the landing spot yes. in this country for COVID. And, and it struck homes. in nursing homes first. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, the Biden Justice Department, uh, the Civil Rights Division, saying, you know, we've looked at all of this. And this is a quote, based on that review, we have decided not to open a, what they call a CRIP investigation uh, of any public nursing facility within New York, Pennsylvania, or Michigan at this time. Okay. First of all, of course, this is, this is in part an opinion program, right? So mm, right. I'm giving you my opinion. I don't have any necessarily studies to point this out, but that's number one, that's political. Oh yes. Okay. That's because there's a Democrat president in there. He's not going to investigate potential criminal activity or, or bring shame to his own party. Those four states are governed by Democrat governors. Secondly, I tend to agree that this is just state issue, not a federal issue. So if the, if the governors in those states aren't held accountable by their own citizens, then why do I care in Mississippi if right. the people of New York don't give a rip that, that their governor – put infected people in back in nursing homes and led to the deaths of, 
people would, some people would say unnecessarily, of uh, thousands of their citizens. So, any yeah, thought, any no, thought? I absolutely agree. In fact, I was going to say, uh, well, here comes the the liberal was going to. I was going to, you know, characterize your inner liberal as going to be my inner liberal because I was going to say exactly that. This is clearly political, uh, and you're not going to get Democratic-run administrations to investigate themselves in these states. If this were Texas, Florida, Georgia, and Mississippi, you bet you mm-hmm. Biden would be going right. after him. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just going to say that I, I'm not sure why this is a federal issue anyway. I'm not sure why the feds under right. President Obama right. were investigating in Missouri. You know, the police. Remember, they came out yeah. to the police department. And, you know, that was uh, in Ferguson. So I, I, I am I am in favor of federalism. And you let states take you, states. State issues should be state matters. Right. And the federal government shouldn't be sticking its nose everywhere. Mm. Now, the, the unfortunate thing is the people who lost family members in these states – I guess the only uh, option for them is to sue in civil court, you know, uh, for wrongful death or something like that. But they're not going to get any criminal investigations. You know, uh, Cuomo in New York's not going to he's not going to turn his state investigative bureau, whatever it's called in New York. They're not going to he's not going to turn them loose on himself. No, that's just part of the political uh, reality. Well, at one time, it was a very high percentage of of COVID-related deaths were from nursing homes. Oh, absolutely. Right. I this, mean, wasn't it like 30 or 40% at one time? It may still be. Yeah, this story said probably thousands of people in nursing homes died. Yeah. And the, the, the pro- part of the problem is that it, it, when you're talking about, like, what's the, 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 the lady who does the weather on Fox News, the national weather? Janice Dean. Yes, yeah, she Dean. lost. Didn't she lose a family yeah, member? Two, well, her, her, uh, her father-in-law and mother-in-law, I believe it the, was. The problem for people like that, and it's very sad, but the part of the problem is going to be, even in a wrongful death suit, a civil suit, it's going to be very difficult to prove that they would not have gotten COVID anyway. That the people that were put right. there are the ones that spread it when they could have gotten it from other places. It's just going to be very difficult to prove. And it's one of those things where you just go, you know what? God's going to sort this out and somebody will be held accountable but before you know, God, but not necessarily in man's courts. It would just be refreshing. I know we won't, we don't hear this from politicians of any stripe, hardly, or government officials, but it would be refreshing. And, and maybe, maybe these governors have at some point, and I'm just unaware of it. For Cuomo or uh, the uh, Whitmer or Whitmer from Michigan to say, look, uh, we made a mistake early on putting infected people back into nursing homes, and if we had to do it again today, we wouldn't. And I'm, I'm, uh, we, but we, for whatever reason, I don't know what reason you would have, but this decision was made, and um, I apologize. To the families who lost, but I guess you couldn't. Con- you, you, you can't could. admit just because of lawsuits. You can't admit fault. I would think. Yeah. I'm sure attorneys. I know for the state would say no. You can't go. You can't go publicly. Yeah. And apologize because right. you'll get sued. But I like what you're saying. You do want someone to take responsibility. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Fred. Well, uh, speaking of. Uh, Democrat-run municipalities and states uh, this morning, just a short time ago, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that uh, 
New York City will require all municipal workers to get coronavirus vaccines by mid-September or face COVID-19 testing. So no matter where you work, police departments, uh, municipal oh, So they're not going to fire them. They, so they're just going to test them. Yes. If you don't take the vaccine, you will be tested on a weekly basis. To see if you've got COVID. Yes. <clears throat> and then you've got to isolate for 14 days and well, blah, blah, blah. There's some people got it off worse off than that. I'm hearing about people that are being told in their jobs, either you get a vaccine or you're out, especially yes. in the health profession. Yes. Have you Hosp- heard this? Hospital mm-hmm. workers. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so that, know, he, he's not saying they're, they, they lose their job. He's just saying that if you're not going to get vaccinated, you're going to be tested weekly. Yes. Hmm. Starting in September. Yeah. So we're going to see more of this uh, over the weekend. CNN's Jake Tapper talking to Dr. Anthony Fauci, if the CDC were going to revise its mask mandates indoors, even if vaccinated. And uh, going to hear this clip, Fauci answers, CDC still says no, but local officials will have the discretion to do so. Cut number three. Top health officials are weighing whether to revise mask guidelines for vaccinated Americans, even though as of our conversation at this moment, The CDC still says and recommends that if you are vaccinated fully, that you do not need to wear a mask indoors. However, if you look at what's going on locally in the trenches in places like L.A. County, the local officials have the discretion and the CDC agrees with that ability and discretion capability to say, you know, you're in a situation where we're having a lot of dynamics of infection. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. And I think that's the next wave that's coming this fall uh, with regards to schools, with regards to businesses, that uh, regardless of whether you've been vaccinated or not, uh, masks are going to be mandated. We're heading in that direction. Well, I just love it. I just, I just love Anthony Fauci, and I just love the clarity that we are getting from the medical profession, the CDC. I mean, I, I just tip of the hat to them since this thing started. They have been on it. Sarcasm meters <laughs> tilting, Ed. And we have had the, the, the stability that we all need when we're making important decisions. What the, this is, I don't think this is going to play well. Maybe. Maybe in blue states, but not in red states. I don't think that's going to happen. But you know what? Um, these predictions that people make, sometimes they come, become, sometimes they're right, and a lot of times they're wrong. Remember when President Biden, remember when the Mississippi and Texas said no more, ma- no more mask mandates? Remember that? What was that, about four or five months ago? Mm-hmm. And, uh, President Biden said that was Neanderthal thinking. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. Well, the, the those states were were not any more, not any less, right? Than than anybody else. I mean, it was there was no uh, spiraling out of control. The death rate of COVID for right. those decisions. Yet Biden doesn't come back and say, you know what, I was wrong about that. Right. <laughs> it wasn't Neanderthal thinking. It was uh, a calculated. Uh, 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 thinking on on the beha- on behalf of those governors in those states that uh, you know Fauci's the same way with his often time predictions that never come to pass. 
Right, which is which is why I was being sarcastic. They're they're telling everyone to uh, trust the science, believe in the medical professionals, but the medical professionals are all over the map. Right, and then we're we're called Neanderthals. Are you know governors of red states are called Neanderthals because we're trying to make the best decision we know how because we go on the internet to read articles. We're not getting anything from the CDC that you can take to the bank. Or, or Anthony Fauci. Yeah. So. And and what we're seeing, too, and I, that's why I say I'm rather skeptical about where all of this is headed. In France, uh, over the weekend, uh, the businesses now are going to require, like restaurants, before they will let you in the door, you must show a vaccine passport to prove that you've had the vaccine. Uh, no, it's kind of like no shirt, no shoes, no service. No vaccine passport. It's quite like getting the mark of the beast in the Bible where it says you can't buy, sell, or trade unless you have the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast, but this is exactly what what that sounds like for for countries or states to say you must be vaccinated or else basically you can't have the – you can't – I mean, they're going to forbid you from going into grocery stores. Well, that's you have to wonder if that's coming next. I, I, again, I, this is going to be interesting to see in the next month or two mm-hmm. how this plays out in the USA. Yes, because I predict uh, that uh, the red states are, are not going to go for all this lockdown, mask up, everybody vaccinated, or you can't you can't go out in public. I'm not sure a lot of blue state people are going to like That's it what either. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm a, it's going to be interesting to watch the blue states because I think a lot of the blue state folks are are sick of this stuff too. And, it can, right. and, and like you Ed, say, every day, this cha- every day the, the recommendations and the what was stipulations and the mandates change based on right. what exactly. Go ahead. And before we go to the break, uh, this confrontation is going to, is manifesting itself. The Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, this morning announcing that they are going to file a lawsuit against the city of St. Louis, where it's apparently there, the city leaders are pushing for a mask mandate. Cut five. You have raging violent crime, and their solution for public safety is defunding the police, literally taking $4 million away from police departments, taking 100 officers off the street when they're already 150 officers short, and requiring masks for those who are vaccinated and kids. It's a complete failure. It's about control, and people have had enough, and I'm going to stick up for the people in my state who've had enough, and that's why we're going to file a lawsuit today. So there that's, you that's have it. Attorney General of the state of, uh, of Missouri. Missouri. Yes, Eric Schmidt, Republican. Yeah. yeah. And, and who's he filing a lawsuit against? City of St. Louis. Really? Because St. Mask. Louis wants to institute mask mandates for everybody? Mask mandate for everybody, including in schools. So I'm, I'm curious as to what the lawsuit will challenge St. Louis to do. I'm guessing they're going to say, prove it. Yeah. You, can't, you cannot, you cannot uh, circumvent the rights of the people unless you can prove that what you're saying is a health necessity. Yep. I wonder if that's going to include uh, people who go to St. Louis Cardinals baseball games. Are they are they required? They're in the they're in the city of in St. The, Louis. They're the down it, stadiums in downtown St. Louis and you're talking about tens of thousands of people on any given night that would be coming into the stadium. Are they going to make them all mask up? 
Hmm. Huh? That, that could potentially devastate, potentially devastate their uh, attendance. Yeah. I'm just saying. Same thing with restaurants. I mean, people are gonna, people just aren't gonna want to go back to that. You know what I'm saying? When we had the lockdown. Again, I, I just yes, I know. I just I, again, I'm just wondering to myself if you're vaccinated, why do you care whether the person next to you has a mask or not? Yeah. I, I just do the vaccinations not work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does beg the question. Yeah. There, all right, we'll be back. Next time on Today's Issues, our guest will be Sandy Rios of Sandy Rios in the Morning. If you're looking at it for it online, uh, to get some ivermectin, go to FLCCC. And you got to write that down because you know they're going to, if I put that on Facebook, which we will, they'll take it down and you won't see it. We'll also have news headlines and analysis from American Family News. Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio and on Facebook. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit inhisimage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. The National Football League says they are going to normalize the playing of the so-called Black National Anthem. The song known as Lift Every Voice and Sing will be included prior to major NFL events this coming season. That's according to Front Office Sports. During the 2020 season, the NFL went full-blown woke, allowing players to post social justice messages on their uniforms and on the field. Players also took a knee to protest the Star-Spangled Banner, which is the real national anthem for all Americans. It's not clear what sort of punishment will be meted out if players take a knee during the Black National Anthem, nor is it clear if the NFL will include national anthems for Asian American players or Latino players or indigenous players or Samoan players. Our Daily Biscuit devotions with a drawl now topping the book charts. You can order a copy at ToddSterns.com. In Him we were also chosen as God's own, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything by the counsel of His will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, would be for the praise of His glory. Ephesians chapter 1, 
verse 11 and 12. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. If you'd like to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening, Fred. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi was celebrating on the weekend. She now has a bipartisan committee to investigate the January 6th riot. I thought you were going to say she got a new fridge. (laughs) A new flavor of ice cream. (laughs) First, it was uh, Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney of Wyoming. Uh, I I don't think she likes uh, former President Trump. I I have an inkling on that. She doesn't like her Republican colleagues. No. Well, on the weekend, uh, Nancy Pelosi was very happy to announce that Republican from Illinois, Adam Kinzinger, has now joined her team. And together, they are going to get to the bottom of what happened on oh, January Oh, good. So 6th. this will be bipartisan. This will be bipartisan. <laughs> and Kinzinger is another one of those never-Trumpers. Right. Absolutely. So the, the only Republicans... Pelosi's going to have on this commission are those that hate the president. Yes. Former president. What are they going to be? Do you know what they're going to investigate that hadn't already been exposed and investigated? Well, they're going to probably have televised hearings, Tim, and they will parade in people who will say, I felt really scared uh, during that January 6th. We already know that. Yeah. We already know all these things, but Nancy Pelosi AOC went and hid under her desk. Yes, she was she was scared for her life. Mm, right. That's, so she said, "I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get. I guess I sound like I'm making fun of that. She really was scared. A lot of people were. Yeah. Well, you don't know what's going when on when they didn't know what was happening. But right. it, but, it, but the reason I mentioned uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is because uh, some of the things she said seem to be made up, you know, for, for drama purposes uh, of, of what happened on that day. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, she's going to uh, do a, do a, get a panel together yep. of Democrats and, and throw a Republican mm-hmm. um, never-Trumper in there mm-hmm. and investigate. Yes. Okay. Uh, Will this be riveting TV, Ed? Well, I know I'm going to be watching it. I hope you don't mind during the day. I'm going to be watching uh, th- this uh, th- this commission. Get to the bottom. You want to know when this is going to start so you can block out your calendar. Abs- absolutely. Because yeah. I, no, I think what they're going to do is they want to try to frame this as a, I think somebody mentioned this this morning in our story meeting, uh, as a as criminal conduct on the part of the former president so that he can't run for president. Yes. Uh, but also, in, in indicting anyone who supports Donald Trump, this is, this is what this is all about. The mainstream media, of course, just thinks this is wonderful also. I mentioned to you guys this morning in our story meeting, I want you to listen to the Associated Press, the last paragraph of this story that they wrote about Kinzinger being added to this committee. Now, we subscribe 
to this that uh, you, you you have to watch yes how they this pee. is why we watch yeah. this yeah. this is the last paragraph of the story seven people died during and after the rioting including a woman who was shot by police as she tried to break into the house chamber and three other trump supporters who suffered medical in- injuries they're including in the seven two police officers died by suicide in the days that followed and a third officer, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, collapsed and later died after engaging with the protesters. A medical examiner determined he died of natural causes. To point out, the only person who died during the riot was the woman who was shot by Capitol Police. But when you see mainstream reports like this Associated Press, seven people died. Right. Two officers that said they died of right. suicide. They want afterwards. The, they want the casual reader to believe the numbers have gone up. Yes. To seven now. Yes. I'll, I've never heard seven. That's the first time I've ever heard seven mm-hmm. people died uh, as a result of the. Uh, so Ashley Babbitt is the only one who actually died that day. That's the that name day. of the woman yes. who was shot by Capitol Police. Yes. Yes. But they're saying seven because the narrative is that this was. I mean, this is what they're this is what they're promoting. I'm not sure if the word coup has ever been used, but they are they are promoting this as a pr- former President Trump initiated coup attempt, an insurrection, an insurrection. That's the word. That is what they. And so you can't really have a good insurrection if you don't have a body count. And so that's why or- they're throwing in. And listen, all these people who died, I'm not. I'm not mocking that. Their families missed them, all those kind of things. But It wasn't that, because of January 6th. Right. But you've got to have a body count. You can't say the only person who died that day was Ashley Babbitt, and she was shot by the Capitol Police. And the insurrectionist, what, what, did they not have any better plans? They didn't bring any guns? It was because it wasn't, it wasn't an insurrection. I mean, we, we, I think most of us know that unless you're on the far left, it wasn't an attempt to overthrow the government. I mean, and, and, and by force institute president Trump. Now they'll say that it was an attempt to stop the political process. Uh, I'm not sure that's true, uh, in terms of it being a plan to do that. Right. Uh, I'm sure that there were people in there that, uh, that were, of a uh, kind of, uh, I don't want to say anarchy, but I'm sure there were some people who had that kind of mindset. But I have no doubt at all that this is going to be a politicized January 6th commission, which is going to arrive at previously decided conclusions about what this was. And this is not in any way to diminish the seriousness of what happened on that day. Right. In fact, the people that are that went into the Capitol... Uh, some of them are being prosecuted. <clears throat> yes. And some of them are being mistreated, from what I understand. So, uh, not, not uh, their civil rights are not being Right. Honored. They're being held without being charged. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> we've mentioned this before. <clears throat> yeah, the Democrats and the liberal news media are overstating this for political purposes. What happened on that day, and by the way, I've mentioned this before too, maybe this commission uh, 
some of what they'll find out they may not want to hear uh, because you know, this everything is predetermined and they know what they're going to hear prior to hearing it from if they call uh, I'm sure their their uh, their list of people who testify they'll be pre-screened by the Democrats to right mm-hmm. to uh, have the outcome that they want the messaging that they want but I saw at least one video of what appears to be Capitol officers op- pulling back the barricades. Right. Have y'all seen this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're outside the Capitol and the, and, and the barricades are being pulled back by officers, that, that's a, that says to me it's a, that's a welcoming sign. I'm sure there were people outside saying, hey, they're letting us in. Let's go in. Now, I, I I do want to make sure that I'm that I'm that I'm clear, personally clear. I, I, that what what those folks did was wrong. It was a mistake. They shouldn't have forced their way in to the Capitol for any reason. If you if for you, those who forced their way in, for those who forced their way in, what I'm saying is that when the Biden administration comes in and says the greatest threat to this nation is domestic terrorism and white supremacy, I'm saying they want and this commission wants to come to those same conclusions with this January 6th commission. They want to frame this as domestic terrorism, white supremacy, all linked to President Trump, because that is going to be the category of people who are enemies of the Democratic Party. I think they'd like to end this investigation probably sometime around October 2022, don't you think? That's when the report will come out. This will yes. be like Mueller, the Mueller yeah. report, you know, a couple of years of investigations and so forth and so on. Yeah, you know, this this was not a uh, uh, this was not a coup. It was not an insurrection. It was it was not the greatest threat to our democracy since the Civil War. Is that what right. Biden said? Oh, and it was like into eighteen twelve. Well, some CNN guy said it was worse than nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, that's just com- all. That's just complete hyperbole. Yes, uh, it was. It 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 was a terrible thing that happened on that day. Uh, the people that are that went into the Capitol are all in trouble, and they're getting in trouble with the law. Uh, but it was not. Ha- had they intended to uh, have an insurrection, there would have been guns brought. Right. There would have been. Uh, Weapons brought. There would have been bloodshed. Bloodshed beyond the young lady yes. who passed away as a result of the Capitol Police shooting her. This was uh, people who let their emotions get away right. with them. Yes, in the heat of the moment, and uh, and and, and uh, that's that's basically all it was. Yeah, that's basically all it was. Right. It's very interesting. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, reacting to Pelosi picking the second anti-Trumper Republican to be on part of her committee. He's saying the GOP is going to run its own investigation of the January 6th riot. Cut number seven. We will run our own investigation. We have law enforcement. We have military. We have doctors. We have people from all walks of life. They want to know the answer. The American people deserve that. They don't deserve politics. They don't deserve destroying the institution. No committee in Congress will work if one person is picking all who can serve. This has not happened before. One of the I'm things, happy to hear this. Yes. One of the things that uh, McCarthy's committee will investigate that I don't think 
Nancy Pelosi will touch is the, uh, the, the reports that have come out that Nancy Pelosi, uh, Washington, D.C. authorities were warned days in advance that there was chatter of something happening. Now, there have been reports that Antifa people uh, infiltrated those ranks. There were plans days ahead for this kind of riot to occur. I don't think Nancy Pelosi's committee is going to touch that, but I believe Kevin McCarthy wants an opportunity with his group to bring that information forward. I, I would like, I, I, we won't get it from, from the Pelosi panel. Let's just call it what it is. I like what McCarthy's saying. I would like information that would, I think the American people want. I would like to know what percentage of people involved in this, uh, you know, were, uh, we just want to go down to the Capitol, see what's happening, or we want to protest outside peacefully. What percentage of those actually broke in? What percentage of those s- thought that the Capitol Police were removing the barricades so they could come in, they were allowed to come in? I want to find out which, what percentage of people are connected to some of these plans in advance. I want to know if there were federal officers, federal agents infiltrating and encouraging FBI, FBI, encouraging the incursion. So I just want to find out what percentage I want to find out what really happened, not what the Democrats want everyone to believe happened, because I don't think those two things are the same. And I think it's really important for us to remind people. All right. So you have all of these hundreds of people have now been arrested right. in connection with January 6th, some of them being held without being charged for months in solitary confinement. Contrast that with the riots in Portland, Oregon, in Minnesota, in New York, and Seattle. You know, close to two dozen people were killed in those riots, in right. those cities. Oh, many police officers were uh, harmed. Yes. Hurt. Nothing from the Biden DOJ on that. Nothing. That's because Antifa is just an idea, Fred. Oh, there was something. There was there was Vice President, then Senator Kamala Harris paying bail money yes. to yeah. get these people out. Yes. That's what was going on right, right. there. Yeah. So but, contrast but, those two yeah, realities. Yeah, you've got a great point. Great point there. All right, you're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Tim, Ed, and Fred. Next story, Fred. Imagine if your little daughter came home from school one day and said, Mommy, we were told to fill out a survey at school today, and they told us not to tell you about it. And it was called an equity survey. There was a mom on Fox and Friends this morning. Her name is Kelsey Yezgar. This is what happened to her little daughter, Haley. She was at school. There's this group called Minnesota Equity. I believe that's the name of the group. They, they are allowed to come into the school. And the survey, the indications are it's just chock full of critical race theory stuff. You know, are you a potential racist because all of that sort of thing? So here's the mom. 
She's on Fox and Friends this morning, cut number eight. We did know that this, we were informed that this equity audit was going to be taking place, but the survey itself, they didn't inform us of the day it was taking place, or we weren't really sure a lot of details behind it. And due to the lack of transparency from the school district and from Equity Alliance of Minnesota, the third party that the school district has brought in uh, to perform this audit. We were not informed of the questions on this survey. And when my daughter came forth and told me that her teacher, you know, it said you cannot skip any questions, even if you don't understand them. And when children were asking questions and asking if they could ask their parents about it, I was very upset when I found out that she was told not to repeat any of the questions to me or any other adult in her life. you imagine? Her little daughter, by the way, is in fourth grade, so that makes her, what, nine, ten years old? School authorities telling that little girl, don't tell mommy and daddy about this. Well, I said this last week, and many of us have said this kind of thing uh, over the years, but the progressive left in this country their view of parental rights is far different, certainly far different from the Christian view, the biblical view of parental rights, but it's, I think, vastly different from the way most adults think about their relationship with their kids. The left and the educational establishment overall, obviously not every person in it, but the establishment of the educational system in this country believe your kids belong primarily to the state, especially when it comes to these really controversial issues. So what Minnesota is going to be saying is, well, we don't want them telling you what's on this survey because you don't have a right to know. You don't have a right to know what we're teaching your kids because they belong to us. We'll let you raise them as long as we think you're doing a good job. I'm telling you, that is ingrained in the progressive left, again, because they're going to say to parents, we're the experts, like we're getting with COVID, we're the experts, we'll tell you what the truth is, we'll tell your kids what the truth is, it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. I I, I think, you know, and we said one of the few blessings of the pandemic was when parents began to find out, because their kids were learning from home, they started to look over their kids' shoulders, and they were shocked by what they were being taught. It wasn't they were shocked about the level of mathematics or English literature. They were being shocked by the social indoctrination right. their kids were getting, critical race theory in the schools. Uh, I'm reading Transgender stuff, too. Transgender stuff. I'm reading Mark Levin's book right now, American Marxism. And Levin, to the best of my knowledge, is not a Christian, but uh, it is a book That'll give you incredible knowledge about the indoctrination of our young people by our education system. Yes, there are good teachers out there in good school districts, but overall is what I'm talking about. Marxism began to be taught in our universities going back to the 60s and has become incredibly prevalent in our university system. And that's what Marxism depends upon is indoctrinating the youth to become soldiers for the cause. Mark Levin uh, has been doing a lot of interviews with regards to his book. Uh, I want you to hear what he had to say, that he believes there's a silent majority that will no longer stay silent on this, and they're going to begin to rebel. Cut number two. There is a massive movement afoot 
Uh, it's not under the radar. People just aren't looking at it. Uh, the silent majority is not going to be silent anymore. The American people are furious with what's happening to their country. The American people are not going to roll over and play dead. The American people are going to speak out. And let me tell you what's going to happen in 2022 with the mansion types and the others who pretend to be moderates, who play footsies with these American Marxists. You're going to get blown out. In fact, every one of you is going to get blown out. So kiss your career goodbye. You may have power now. You may be trying to force your will on the American people now, but it will not last. That's what's going on in this country. I feel it and I know it. There's, so, no, there's nothing better than a, a Mark Levin rant. Yeah, and, and there it is. Uh, but as I say, if you get an opportunity uh, to read that book, uh, I'm just about three or four chapters into it. And it is frightening what has been allowed to happen in our university system. I, I told you guys about a story this morning, University uh, of Pennsylvania. There was a bit of an uprising there last week because on their wall apparently was a plaque a quote from Fidel Castro, a quote from Fidel Castro. And because of what's been happening in Cuba, in the streets of Cuba the last few weeks, some students brought it to their attention and they took it down. Then another group of students over here got upset. You should have checked with us before taking down this quote. Because they're pro-communism. Yes, <laughs> because they're Marxist-Leninist. Right. right. Even though they don't even know who Lenin is, probably. Yes. <laughs> probably uh, don't. Uh by the way, did you see where our uh, U.S. our U.S. basketball men's basketball team lost in yep. the Olympics for the to they, France? They lost to France. They lost for the. Somebody said on the message board that it's embarrassing to lose to France in basketball because they only have two courts in the whole country. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> but but it was the first Olympic loss since two thousand and four. Yes, for the U.S. men's basketball team, and they lost two. Uh, I don't know if they're called exhibition preliminary, games. Preliminary, preliminary games. They're warm-ups. And these are, this is made up of NBA players, uh, U.S. NBA players. But uh, how do I say this without sounding like I'm pulling, uh, like I'm cheering against our own country? Although that's perfectly acceptable for leftists, right? <laughs> oh, you're not you're not rooting against our country. Okay, no, I'm not. Here's the deal. To borrow from JJ. Yeah. Here's um, the deal. <laughs> um, this team is coached by the uh, – One coach, of your favorite coaches. Greg Popovich. He's the uh, coach of the San, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. He is a social justice – he's a very annoying <laughs> social justice warrior. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, he's always blaming police – things he's always blaming white people for the for for everybody's problems in america right he's uh always was always mouthing off bashing president trump and so i don't like him i don't either okay uh and and you're saying as I, a person <laughs> I, i'm saying uh, well maybe i shouldn't feel this way how do you feel I, I i don't care that they lost is what i'm saying well since you asked me I, I don't care that they lost either. Here here's here's the way I come down on it. Is okay? it because of the head coach's politics? Should we not feel that no, way? No, well, it, it's in part. Here here's like when the women's soccer team took a knee. Mm. Here was it last yeah, week? Yeah, they took a knee 
on the field before losing to Sweden, I think it was. What are they taking a knee for? Yeah. This is the way I look. I am not rooting against my own country. I will root for whoever plays sports on behalf of our country if they love and respect our country. If you're not, if you're going to disrespect, and I'm sorry, this is the way I go. feel. If you're going to disrespect the country by taking a knee or by saying you're going to, if you win a medal, you're going to burn the flag on the uh, platform. If you're saying any of those things, I don't believe you respect the country. Okay. I believe you're disrespecting the country. And if you're disrespecting the country, you're not representing me. So I hope you have a good life, but I'm not rooting for someone who's not representing me. Now, you can, you can say they're just athletes. Fine. Then just play the sport. If you're going to make a political statement out of it, then you're going to split the audience. Right. Right. And That's, stand up for the national anthem. Yes. Like, like Americans have and people from all over the world have for their own country when they go to the Olympics. It's just proper decorum. Right. Okay. It's, 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 it's respect. If you don't want to be at the Olympics representing the United States, because you feel like uh, we're we're a unjust country, then then don't don't represent don't represent us. Right. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to the trials? Why are you even accepting money from the U.S. Olympic Committee if you're going to diss our own country? I'll tell you why. Because they're in it for themselves. Yes. They are in it for themselves. That they want the opportunity to play in the Olympics and whatever money that brings in whatever fame that oh, then brings the in. free market kicks in yes, yes. Then the free which market is what they right. oppose yes right. <laughs> I, I will i will say this at this point a tip of the hat to the women's basketball team who many of the of the players are from the wnba they're saying while we're wearing the u.s uniform we will show respect to the national anthem and the flag that's better good for them good for them yeah. if they'll stick with that Good for them. I think the audience numbers for this Olympics are going to be way down. Way I I haven't met too many people that are really excited well, about the Olympics. I used Olympics. to love the Olympics. Man. I know. I, I know. To, I used to get so excited about watching. And I, I didn't even know what sports were. I didn't care what sports. I just wanted to watch the Olympic games. Right. Yes. And now mm. a lot of this woke stuff has got me turned right off to it. But uh, I watched a little fencing last night. I don't think any of those guys are woke. Uh, they're attacking one another with swords we'll be back momentarily stay with us the views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the american family association or american family radio